Hello, it's Amari Jr. and today I will be in a podcast uh, about politician parties and the current events about presidential election and vice presidential election in my podcast. First, I'm going to start by saying that the Republican Party is one of the, I believe, two major politician parties alongside the Democratic Party in the United States. The the Republican the Republican Party is a politician party in the United States, and it says founded in 1854. The party first elected president was Abraham Lincoln, which is my opinion, our best president that we had in the U.S. based on his achievements. The Republican Party stands for no, I don't know that I don't know Republican Party stands. It's in the name. And people who vote for the Republican Party during the consequential elections are citizens, like delegates, and um, that's all I get. And the Democratic Party is also one of the two major, is the other major politician party alongside the Republican Party in the United States. Um, the the basic beliefs of the Democratic Party are um, social equality, protecting the environment, screening our social safety net, and I don't know, um, that's what I remember. And they also support voting rights, I believe minority rights. I don't know. And also, there was another party at the time. It was three parts at the time, but it came to an end of the after at the the Confederate the party that the other party called the Federalist Party came to an end with the end of the War of eighteen twelve due to Hartford's conviction. Now I will explain to what the heart what what is the Hartford conviction. The Hartford Conviction was a party that discussed the grievance concerning the ongoing war of eighteen twelve and the politician problems arising from the federal government's increasing power. They also discussed removing the third and fifth compromises, which gave the slave states disproportionate power in the Congress, requiring two thirds of the The effect of the Hartford conviction that the that, that, that the New English states did not support the work they feared that the land invasion and refused to place their militants under federal control. The Hartford was a result in a declaration calling the federal government to protect New England and supply financial aid to New England's badly battered trade economy. The Federalist Party came to an end with, Due to the Hartford conviction, because it hurt the organization, by because they had disagreements about the, and discuss uh, had disagreements with the war and what they were doing to how to evolve in the war. Now, the three branches of the government, and I'm gonna explain why each of the government is important. But first, I'm gonna give them what they do. That most obvious thing they do in their positions or a branch in the government. The first branch, the legislative branch, 
they made laws. Congress is, is made up of two houses, the Senate and House 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 of Representatives. The executive branch, they enforce the laws, like the police officer you sees. Or you could say a judge, but the judges go to the more the or the judicial branch. Hold on, like the judge hold next ju- the judicial branch, judicial branch. And interprets the laws, which is it's kind of confusing in my opinion. Interprets and, and interpret and, or enforce. Police always enforce it. The the judge makes sure you abide by the law, which could to make because of your mistakes. Each level of the government is divided into three branches: the legislative branch, exclusive branch, and the judicial and judicial branch. Applies to laws to specific court cases to determine whether someone has broken the law and evaluate laws to make certain way that they are enforced and abide. The judiciary branch is the most powerful branch of government because of the checks and balances. Because the most powerful branch as they are absolutely um, Checks and balances. The judicial branch is the most powerful branch as they are absolute arbiter of any government actions legally and constitutionally. The executive branch only checks on the judiciary in its appointment. The president cannot remove a justice or nominate new justices or laws. I mean, there's different opinions about who's the strongest, but I look the one that's, in my opinion, the strongest one based on checks and balances. Now I'm going to explain why, what or what is the checks and balances and how do they take effect. Checks and balances is a important part of the Constitution. With these checks and balances, each of the three branches of government can limit the powers of of one another. Each branch checks the power of the other branch to make sure that the power is balanced between one another. So one won't have too much power to be inferior to the other branch to get leverage. Or, just how I say it. As of the moment, we have a current politician of party debate to become next president. But our current president, Donald Trump, is part of the Republican Party. He is a 40 proof and our current president of the United States of America. The opposing party, the, the Democratic Party, which is led by Joe Biden, I believe, is it, it's part of the Democratic Party. Also, warmer running to become the next president in the presidential, presidential debate. And Democratic Party leader, Joe Biden, is a candidate for president of the United States of America. He's he's an American politician who served as a 47th vice president of the United States for from 2009 to 2017. I remember he served, he also served as a United States senator for, for Delaware from 1973 to 2009. Now, our current presidential debate, Joe Biden and Donald Trump, 
It's not this, this is a second one. The first one ended in Donald Trump winning the presidential election. Now that they're redoing it, Republicans, the head Trump, then party the head Joe Biden. Or the representative of each party. As is just right now. The commission canceled the second debate between Trump and Biden. Which I was looking forward to watching <laughs> after the first encounter. It was amusing. In my opinion, Donald Trump won because his voice did kind of echo. And what he says was good statements. But same time, Biden did throw some jabs in but still lost. All he, all he did was criticize Trump. I'm going to go off topic. During our last debate between... Donald Trump and Joe Biden. In my opinion, it was one side. Donald Trump demonstrated great, good dialogue. Showed that he was fitting to be president. He also showed what he represented in the process. Joe Biden, I believe that he lacked the ambition to show what he can do about what's and what his party is, you know, like representing. He didn't express that. Like he had little, little, like. He 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 didn't want what Donald Trump wanted. Donald Trump wanted wanted more. He wanted to change the country based on his party views and his own personal views. Joe Biden was just a person who was just saying, like he, he was like just giving a packet of what they want. And he just said it out loud. He didn't he didn't understand it. That's why he lost the presidential the presidential debate between one another. He he didn't wanted it. More than more than Donald Trump, that's why he being our president. Not not that's why he's our current president at this moment. You know, people had disagreements about what he be doing in the past, that how he treat how he cheated against Hillary Clinton, that how he got some Russians to manipulate the votes for some, or how he sexually harassed younger women, like like that thirty one year old lady from the um. I'm not really sure anymore. This is a lot. They even use like they even use a commercial to show how he sexually harassed a little lady. Like, I remember that commercial. Hillary Clinton. Oh, back on back on topic. Joe Biden also. He didn't want. It. He didn't want to win. He just want to be heard. He just want to be recognized. He just want to be a figure, a part of a, a bigger organization. For example, their first presidential debate of 2020. Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. I watched the debate. They, it was a disgrace to all the presidential debates before that. No, no respect with one another. They, it's, it's, you, you are asked to give the person, the judge, give you two minutes to talk of a selected title like COVID nineteen or economic problems or even poverty. You, you are allowed to talk independently for two minutes. They can't even do that. They can't even talk without interrupting one another. Cause they, they too, I don't know. I feel like they need to talk, but you you, you will get your voice out. Just, just waiting, wait two minutes. It's it disrespectful for, for all other ones. People said it themselves, 
But in my opinion, even after all that little ruckus they had as a during the presidential debate, Donald Trump won that. I believe he, uh, he won that quite smoothly. Compared to the vice presidential debate between Kamala, Kamala Harris and Mike Pence, who are competing for vice president during the vice presidential debate. Like, during the debate, both candidates repeatedly dodged the questions from, from the monster. What's her name? How do I write it down? Susan Page. How do I write it? Remaining focused on one thing, correcting the wrongs of last last week's debate. For the president, for Vice President Mike Pence, the goal was to outtunt the administration's economic situation, pre-pandemic erase. Oh, not race. Oh, it's a and to and this veil at times disrespected the debate from last week, spearheaded by Donald Trump. Consistent interruptions. The president, of course, watched his isolation from the White House after the contract. Corona himself, after floating countless centers for disease control and prevention guidelines. For the Democratic Party, um, Vice Presidential nominee Kamala Harris, the goal was to defend President nominee Joe Biden's record and hammer the administration's response to coronavirus. The candidates um, was separated 12 feet in respected, what you call it? Pexiglass barriers, the manner which was uh, mentioned, well, requested by Harris, a thirty-five of the thirty-four White House staffers and other contacts in the administration orbit. <sighs> Both also apologized and also pointed out the bad things that happened in, in the traditional election and the realness between both candidates. Harris was quick to point out the missteps of the Trump administration as made in controlling the pandemic, which was killed, which has killed over 200,000 Americans over the last eight months. As including that Donald Trump has just contracted this disease after going through the, all the safety regulations and guidelines that he did. Like, in my opinion, you know, it doesn't matter how safe you are from the virus. In the mouth, it, it, it doesn't matter what guidelines you follow. Like, there are ways to not get this stuff. Like, Donald Trump, he travels a lot as a president of the United States of America. You will contract this virus whether you are the most cautious, cautious person in the world. For example, he's not cautious at all, in my opinion. He just a loud mouth who look like a cheetah. It's it's crazy how he he came down to it, which in my opinion, I also believe that his family got contracted with the um virus as well. This is just outrageous. Now I'm just, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna wrap up this podcast. Thank you for listening. I had no graphics or no visual outputs either. Thank you. And.
Thank you for listening all the way.